Tis the season, am I right? The season for holiday gatherings, the season for giving gifts, the season for wacky news. Well, that's all year long here. Welcome in to Name That News. I'm your host, Mark Menard, alongside my co-host, Zach Clark. And as always, there's no break here. It doesn't matter that the holidays are approaching. We are still working diligently every week to find you all of our favorite clips from the week that was in news, tweaking them just a little bit, and then offering them up on a silver platter like so much Christmas ham to give you a little bit of entertainment, a little bit of a break in your day, and a little bit of a brain teaser to try to figure out what they're talking about. Did I sum it up well enough, Zach? So here's the thing, Mark. The good news for us is you're right. This show does not stop. (laughs) But thankfully, thankfully, air quotes, the world is on fire, so the clips are endless. There's no break in the madness that is everyday life. There's an endless well of offerings that we can give you every week. It's up to us to find the best ones, and we think we do. I think that's why we we believe we're Odyssey's favorite podcast. So you're leading us off first this week. Start us off. Well, Mark, it's interesting you said meat. Uh, This story is actually about baking. It comes to us from my home station, WWJ in Detroit. Take a listen. had a Sterling Heights baker fighting for his life. Louisa Isak spent five days in the ICU and told his followers on TikTok that he's lucky to be alive. Alrighty, Mark, what almost killed, literally killed this Michigan baker? Was it A, an air fryer? Was it B, molten chocolate? Or was it C, the calories in a single poochki? And if you don't know what a poochki is, it's something eaten on Fat Tuesday here in Michigan. This is a double fried jelly donut, but you can't call it a donut. People get very upset. I'm glad you explained that because I did not know what a pushki was. I know what we eat down here in New Orleans on Fat Tuesday. That's usually king cakes. So it sounds like it's got like the Midwest extra calorie version of what we do. Because that's what you guys do best, honestly. You got that right, brother. Look, it's not Fat Tuesday. That's not until February or March. It shifts every year. It depends on the Easter calendar, but it's certainly not in December. So I'm going to toss that one out. So we have an air fryer or molten chocolate. Both of these can be dangerous. I, in my day job as a journalist, I wrote a story about a guy who was trying to fry a turkey on Thanksgiving and nearly blew up his house because he fell asleep and left the oil unattended. He blew out all the windows in his house when it exploded. So air fryers can be a dangerous item molten chocolate can be very hazardous if it's way too hot and you fool with it but i think the air fryer sounds very dangerous i'm gonna go with that see mark that's what surprised me i have an air fryer and to me it's like the safest coolest thing in my kitchen but you are correct it was an air fryer they were frying wings when the whole thing blew up, sending chemicals and heat and smoke everywhere. And uh, the baker ingested some of those chemicals from the air fryer's explosion and uh, five days in the hospital in ICU. It almost killed him. Wild. Look, when you start breathing in that stuff, it's nothing nice. There was an incident in my home about a year ago where I had a clogged sink and I poured some chemicals down the pipe, and it didn't do anything. It didn't go anywhere. All it did was, when I turned on the water, it blasted it right back up in a cloud in my face, and I had to go outside and dry heave for about 45 minutes. It was not fun. So I feel for this man. I didn't end up in the hospital, luckily, but uh, hopefully he's doing better. So that's going to lead us to my first question of the week. And I'm taking us right to the Big Apple, right to the big time, baby. WCBS. And an interesting way to blow off a little steam, Fred Durst style, 
back in the day, Limp Biscuit sang about giving me something to break, and that's what's going on here. Wait, hold up. One of the greatest breakdowns in musical history, by the way, in the middle of that song. It goes so hard still. Love it. <laughs> well, this next question is going to go hard as well. Have a listen. So I understand you go into these and basically throw stuff around, break it in an effort to feel better. Is that therapeutic? I think if you have a pre-existing issue where you break stuff when you're angry, then could be a perfect solution. So what are these destruction zones called? Are they A, rage rooms? Are they B, destruction dens? Or are they C, fury funhouses? By the way, plus one for alliteration. I absolutely love it. But I got to say, though, uh, to address what that woman just said, if your issue is breaking stuff when you're angry, may I suggest therapy before going to whatever this is called? <laughs> just a thought. I'll leave that up to you. So these things have become pretty popular, Mark. The answer is A, rage rooms. I have been in one. They are a lot of fun. You know who else wants to meet that guy? Fred Durst. I'm sure he wants a little cut of that sweet, sweet action. But uh, you are correct. They are rage rooms. Look, I love alliteration, too. Uh, that was a fun answer group to come up with, especially the Fury Fun Houses. I feel like you could do something with that. If you're going to market these rage rooms, then give them a fun name. Maybe I should go trademark that after the show. I'm not sure. That's what it should be called. That's what it should be called. Maybe in a year I'm going to come across like a franchise of Fury Fun Houses, and I'm going to need to go in a rage room and break stuff because I didn't get there first. Can't wait to see that happen. Uh, Mark, we're going to shift back in my direction right now, but we're going to stay in the Midwest, as my last question was, this, though, comes from WBBM in Chicago. A restaurant that's taking shape in the southwest suburbs will try to put a new spin on an old name. Fast food influencer social media accounts have posted pictures at Boughton and Weber Roads in southwest suburban Bolingbrook. Alrighty, Mark, what is being beta tested in the Chicago suburbs? Is it A, a restaurant that serves pizza that does not double as lasagna looking at you chicago is it b a real life good burger restaurant or is it c a new mcdonald's concept first of all the concept of fast food influencers is really funny to me wasn't that amazing i didn't know those existed <laughs> either but i digress back to the question Look, i've had chicago style detroit style deep dish pizzas and i get what you're talking about that doubles as lasagna those things are thick a real-life Good Burger. Look, there's a new Good Burger movie on the way with King and getting back together with Kel. Uh, all you 90s kids out there know how big of a deal that is. They were even riding together in the Macy's Parade this year. So I could see that being a concept. And then a new McDonald's? I don't know that you want to tinker with a good thing. I don't know that you want to go the Elon Musk turning Twitter into X route and changing McDonald's around too much. That's kind of a household staple Everybody knows what they're going to get when they walk into the, the Golden Arches. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to say, with the promotional heft that we often see put behind what people believe will be blockbuster films, I think it's a real-life good burger. Man, as a 90s kid myself, I wish you were correct. But unfortunately, <laughs> you are not. And Mark, your logic talked you out of this one. It is C, a new McDonald's concept. And here's the thing, though. You mentioned Elon Musk and, and Twitter. It would be like if Elon Musk bought Twitter and then created X and had them both. It's not going to be a different McDonald's. It's a new concept. And so from what I've read, this is called Cosmic, C-O-S, capital M-C, right, Mick, McDonald's. And it, it looks like it's going to be more of a Dunkin' Donuts Starbucks hybrid than it is going to be 
focused on burgers and fries. So I think they're trying to get into another space and compete on two levels. That's what I see here. Interesting. They're trying to corner the market in a couple of different places. If you're not getting bigger, you're getting smaller, right? If you're not growing, you're dying. So uh, I guess good on them for trying to expand their customer base even more than everyone, which is what it is right now. And I have to wonder if the success of the Grimace Shake didn't have something to do with this, because if you look at the concept, the Cosmics are purple. Nothing wrong with a little purple in your life. That's the color of royalty, my friend, and Prince, who you are very familiar with in the Midwest. Let's come back down south now. We're going to head to the Lone Star State, KRLD in Dallas, and something to watch out for this holiday season. Ian sure, what is it about Christmas that has so many scammy Grinches out there? Is is this just a prime time for scammers? Unfortunately, yes. So how are these lumps of coal trying to take your money? Is it A, false charities? Is it B, gift card scams? Or is it C, good old fashioned wet bandit style robbery? See, I was always more partial to the sticky bandit method. It's a lot more practical and it leaves a lot less mess. But I'll digress like you did earlier. These first two, Mark, I mean, when you talk about the proliferation of artificial intelligence and the way it can be used to confuse people, either one of those two things. Now, the gift card scam, like, that's been a thing for so long, right? Like, oh my God, my nephew's in jail. Send me 10 gift cards. And the lady's like, okay, here's my gift cards. Oh man, you know, is this like George Costanza in the Human Fund? I'm going to say it is. I'm going to go to A, false charities. Well, look, sometimes the old methods are standards because they work so well. It actually is gift cards. The gift card scam making a comeback this holiday season. So be wary out there if someone calls you out of the blue and asks you to go buy $300 home goods gift cards and send them right over. Like, this, don't do it, people. Don't fall for it. And coming back next year is the Nigerian Prince scam. So we're just coming retro all the way through. It's going to be great. Can't wait. Everything old becomes new again at some point. It all comes back around. You think that guy's still stuck in his apartment or whatever? <laughs> it's been like 30 years. He'll get out someday. So that's going to bring us to our cliffhanger question of the week segment. This is a question just like the other questions, except we just don't give you the answer right away. We make you come back and get it later. So before we get to this week's cliffhanger question, we have to relieve you of the stress of worrying about last week's cliffhanger question. So let's refresh our memories. Zach, that one came from you. And it also comes from KCBS in San Francisco. Take a listen. Among the changes Spotify is making to its streaming payment policies in 2024 is a controversial decision to <laughs> artists whose songs receive less than a thousand streams. Mark, what is Spotify going to do with what they deem to be underperforming songs? Is it A, give them a boost? Is it B, publicly roast them, or is it C, deny them payment? Look, we talked about this last week, and Spotify's never-ending fight against actually paying artists for their streams. Uh, I don't know if you know what the actual dollar value is of a stream, but I looked it up. Uh, I didn't look up the answer to this, but I did look up what they pay, and it is .0003 cents per stream three thousandths of a cent is what people get per stream of a song so i can see with that minuscule amount of money being paid out for every single stream it would be very easy for them to deny payment because they could say look this this isn't even really worth our time to cut a check so you're going with c i'm going with c i'm going with deny them payment i think that's what they're always looking to do 
Yeah, you know, Mark, my job on this show is to trick you, but with Spotify, there is no tricks. You are correct. That is exactly what they are going to do. Starting in 2024, Spotify will stop paying anything at all for roughly two thirds of the tracks on the platform, anything under a thousand streams will get nothing. And when I first read that, I thought, okay, well, that can't be that many. It's almost all of them. Well, like I said, it's three thousands of a cent per stream. So a thousand streams nets you three cents. They're going to avoid paying less than a nickel for two thirds of their catalog. And when you think about it that way, you say, okay, that makes sense. But I guarantee you this will not work out well for them. I guarantee it. If nothing else, it's bad PR to be like, yeah, that's too little of a, of a dollar amount for us to even bother paying. No, you should just pay it because you still owe it. So that brings us to this week's cliffhanger question of the week coming to us from WBBM in Chicago, going back to the Windy City. The is one of the hot gifts this year, veering back into the market. It's a very different world these days. Uh, what do you need to know if you're shopping for a for your kids? Well, uh, you really can't go wrong now. So first of all, let me just say, I'm a little annoyed that he said the thing three times and I had to keep bleeping him. My favorite part of that quote is that it sounded like he was just <laughs> dropping F-bomb after F-bomb after F-bomb. That was amazing. Look, you, you, could, you could always put in whatever you want over the bleeps, and that, that gives you ample opportunity on that clip. But what home electronics are the hot Christmas gift for 2023? Or holiday gift, even. There's other holidays. Is it A massive television sets is it b stereo systems with record players or is it c video game consoles this is a great question i, I don't know if you realize how tricky it is because the first thing you want to do is throw out b because that sounds dumb but vinyl is so popular right now it is so popular right now so i'm not going to toss that one automatically I kind of feel like the massive TV thing has passed. I, I don't know why. I, you just don't see people running around with 75-inch TV screens anymore. The video game consoles, I mean, that's always a thing, right? I mean, because I've been a little kid, whether it was Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega, PlayStation, Xbox, whatever it is, there's always been a console around the holidays. I, you know what? I think it's going to be B, Mark. Again, the popularity of vinyl cannot be understated, but my pause is, I'm going to stick with it, but my pause is, it's popular for me and you. I don't know if it's popular for 10-year-olds. So that's my caveat, but I'm sticking with it. You've got a week to mull about that and second-guess yourself over and over again. So we'll see if you're still as adamant a week from now as you are now. Well, maybe what I'll do, and maybe this is cheating, though. My son is seven. I'll say, do you know what a record is? And if he says no, then we'll know it's not that. <laughs> well, I didn't say it was for kids. I just said the hot Christmas gift for any. Right, but the I think if you listen to the quote, though, it was talking about children. Hey, look, sometimes I throw a little red herring dot that out there at you. Now I'm really <laughs> unsure, you bastard. That is my holiday gift to you. A, a big ball of uncertainty for, to last you seven days. Thanks a lot. You're very welcome. But that's going to bring us to the end of this show. We will be back, though, for another one in a week, and we will give you that answer. But until then... Special thanks to Brian Fisher, who helps put the show together. Special thanks to you for joining us. If you like what you heard, then please pound that subscribe button, bookmark us on your browser, set a reminder on your calendar, because we are here every single week to bring you season's greetings, glad tidings, and another episode. Name that news. Name that news.